2: I Feel still it. don't know the words. Really? <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't know
1: if I have them really down, but I dig this song, so I'm definitely, I still need to get out there and get it on iTunes, but it's good. I love this jam. When I hear it coming on every week,
2: it's supposed to be in a good mood. It was a befitting song.
1: Oh sure. yeah, definitely. Hey, 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 After buzzers and welcome to another Battle Creek After Show. Tonight we're talking not just one, but two episodes Episode 11, The Handoff, and episode 12, Homecoming. And before we dive into all that, want to make sure you guys out there subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash afterbuzztv. You can also catch all of our weekly after shows on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. So be sure to get over there, subscribe, rate, comment, download, you name it, all that good stuff. And throughout the week, be sure to tweet to us because we want to know what you guys think of the show and we will get back to you. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon as usual, and I'm joined tonight by with Gary Thomas, as usual. <laughs> Gary, where can everyone find you? I am
2: Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter, and I am GaryThomas.com.
1: Perfect. So, starting with the handoff. This episode opens up with Funk and Russ heading to kind of a, you know, recognition ceremony from what happened the week mm-hmm. before when Russ was kidnapped, and that gets derailed, much to Russ's... Pleasure, I guess, because they they because
2: <laughs> he's not he, social. he's not for that,
1: you know. He's like, oh, great, we don't have to go to this whole like, right. you know, this hullabaloo, I guess. And so they get called to a shooting at a park where the shooter has fled, and they arrive on the scene, and it's what appears to be a, a woman helping this man who had just been shot, and she says, oh, my daughter's over there. Like, I'm a doctor. Here's what we need to do. She seems super composed and together.
2: Well, she's a doctor. I was okay with her being composed. You know, oh, yeah. This is yeah, her definitely. job. She knows how to handle this. But the little girl is just like,
1: yeah. dude, dude, I'm going to continue to
2: swing. Right. You know, somebody got shot. Like, what was wrong with her?
1: I know. The daughter, was. she's like, okay, I'm going to come with you guys to make sure everything's okay. Keep the officer here to stay with my daughter. And she's just like, on the swing. Like... No big deal, right. and especially because later we find out that it was her dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that it's not. Yeah, not just some guy who right, got shot, like, which I think would be traumatic anyway. Anyway,
2: if I if I, if I saw someone get shot, I'm not going to be swinging on this one. First of all, I probably would have ran.
1: Right, and if your mom's there, like helping to save this man, you're and the situation, right there, mom. Right, and but then if it's your dad who was just shot, she's you're just frantic. like <laughs> exactly, and. She's just swinging along. Maybe she's in shock. Maybe that's what's going on. But (laughs) I don't know. She's a weirdo. I was impressed by, you know, yes, doctors, you know, need to be able to go and get into the zone in the moment and do their doctor stuff. But I was still very impressed by how calm and collected she was.
2: Well, I think maybe she went into more, not just doctor into, mode, but maternal mode. Right. She had her daughter here. She has to be a doctor. And, you know, she broke down a little bit later. We see mm-hmm. that, you know, she was holding together in, you know, just for the moment. But once they got to the hospital, she was a, a mess.
1: Yeah, I know. she She broke down later, but was definitely, yeah, held it together. And I thought that was one of the more intense openings that we've had mm-hmm. on the show. It definitely felt like... I mean, there was a lot of blood. This guy might not make it. Usually, right. You know, there's a body. I feel like most of the there's time there's a joke there's or a something. Body or some, yeah, beginning. some sort of joke. So it's not that high intensity, but you know, we don't know if this guy's going to make it. And just the the emotions, I think, were definitely heightened with that opening more, mm-hmm. more yeah, than yeah. I, I agree. Seen. She did a
2: really good job of. The whole, the whole episode, she was really good.
1: Right. And so pretty early in, we learned that the husband and wife have been separated, but they kind of more recently had been working things out, and they were meeting there to do a handoff, hence the title of tonight's episode. <laughs> Which you, you <laughs>
2: did not get at first. I didn't get
1: at first because, and we can get to this, we'll get to it later, but I haven't, I think there's a little double entendre going on there, Um but...
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, okay, I get it now. Yeah,
1: Okay. <laughs> Um. So the husband and wife are meeting to do the handoff with the daughter about custody, you know, and she tells us that they've been talking about possibly getting back together. And I think in that moment, I was like, oh, she's something fishy is probably going on here. And I turned around and asked Gary. I'm like, OK, do is you it, think the wife did it? I was it? like,
2: no. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> well, I was wrong. <laughs> because and, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Man, Lauren's probably right." Because that's kind of how the show right? goes. Like they always give me the twists like that, and, it's and the I'm person right in right. front of our eyes. And no, it's the <laughs> you. well, I won't say you're normally right. <laughs> just you know, I just say that they always put the killer right yeah, in front of our eyes. That's
1: that's the thing. I'm like, the killer's usually shown pretty early on, and yeah. there's usually a twist of some sort. And so that's why I was like, I bet it's the wife. I bet she's being tricky. And I didn't want you to be right. I'm wrong. Things aren't so peachy keen. <laughs> But, no, she was she an upstanding doctor, mom, wife. So, we do learn that the kind of first suspect that they are thinking about is the man's neighbor. So, this mm-hmm. guy's name's Derek, and we think it's Derek's neighbor. They were having some issue about a tree, and Derek, they end up going to court, and Derek won, like, all this stuff. And this guy, this neighbor, ends up putting heads, like, tombstone, fake tombstones out on, on his lawn during Halloween, But that say this guy's name on them and left them up, which is super bizarre. And, you know, I mean...
2: It's it's just ridiculous. I'm
1: sure we've all had those weird neighbors that do stupid things like that, you know, or like with parking, all sorts of stuff. So it's not that far-fetched. Like, I didn't tombstones. Yes, yeah, but that's a little extreme. And then the buddy. checks that he wrote? Yeah, like, like what What were they? Derek, Derek
2: Dinkwinkle d- or Derek yeah. d- Dummy. Like, Derek just,
1: Doofus Henderson or whatever his last uh, name yeah, was. Like, yeah, It's just so immature, but. Still you know, got my money. <laughs> yeah, you he still got, got you those checks. Me. Though, if someone writes your name completely wrong like that and it's not really your correct name, can you still take it to the bank?
2: Um, Depends on how you cash it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think they went through. But anyway, so we first think that it's the neighbor, is the key suspect. And then Milt ends up having a little meeting with a an old associate of his from the FBI. and his asked, dad. It wasn't his dad. I think it's
2: his dad. Because this is why I think it's his dad. Because the this, the relationship they had, this, it was kind of a funny thing. And okay. I'm more certain that he said his mom's name was Nancy. Later on in that situation, he said, I heard about you and Nancy. You know, the, the separation. mm mm-hmm. That was his father.
1: I don't completely agree with you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be right for I feel like we would know that.
1: Well, that was... He looked... I mean, he he was like an older version of Milt. Very charming, great bone structure, nice hair, all that stuff.
2: Yeah. And he was in Detroit.
1: Yes. So, I don't know.
2: I'm thinking that's his
1: father. Okay. I don't know that it'll get answered in the one episode we have I
2: know they better answer it.
1: Yeah, but... So it did seem a little weird that this guy was thrown into the mix. You know, I feel like watching it now, you kind of assume that he would come back into the picture maybe next season or something. But since we won't have a next season, that might not get answered or that might just be a a loose which is like
2: which is making me curious to know if they rewrote these episodes.
1: Right? You know, know when they found out, you know saying. the
2: show was going to be canceled cuz it's just now these these two episodes we saw today was just so intense and so different and we saw so right. many different things all in one it was just like you threw all of this at us in one week.
1: Like they're trying to quickly tie things up that the audience probably is wanting answers to.
2: Exactly. Like Milk's dad. Know,
1: because, <laughs> like
2: <laughs> Milk's dad.
1: I don't know, because here's the thing. They That would be a lot of work. And I feel like usually when you get a show order, you make them all.
2: Well, You know, yeah. and you don't go
1: back. But or, if you find out, do, would you go back and revise them like that? I don't know. Or maybe but. they
2: shot them and just, because, because the show is not very super continuous, yeah. they were able to maybe you can move it pick up. pick up and drop yeah. in
1: and shoot more.
2: And just Think probably that. maybe shoot a scene or yeah, something and just kind of...
1: And on to that point, Dean Winters, who plays Russ, he's got a lot of scruff going on, which he didn't have the few last few weeks, mm-hmm. I don't think. And it's, I mean, come on, that doesn't take, like, that long to grow the amount of scruff that he's got going on, no. but it's a lot more than what he usually sports. So, if that's true, and he was like, oh, but I'm rocking a beard right now, and they're You're like, just like whatever, whatever, we'll just film two episodes. Yeah. Maybe.
2: Yeah, they, like, I just... First of all, I feel like I want to meet Dean Winters now. Like I know. He's so cool. These two episodes cool. just made him seem so, he's so cool to cool. me. I was
1: actually doing some research on him today randomly um, and read that he didn't start acting until he was like 30, which is kind of a late start. How
2: old is he now?
1: He, uh, he's probably early 40s or something. I don't know. I don't know. So we could look at it up 30, real quick, but I don't I, waste, I
2: to waste our time that. I have been waste my Or maybe my whole that was like he didn't actually either. start
1: getting any jobs until then. I don't know. But that, that's kind of a late start to actually It is a really late start. But you know what?
2: That's kind of the thing with acting. You mm-hmm. know? A, you've noticed that a lot of people's big breaks don't come until they're older. Like yeah. Halle Berry's big break didn't come until she was in her late 20s. Yeah. You know? Not everyone is the. There's still
1: a chance. Yeah.
2: Not everyone's the the Denzel we, we Washington who's it. been, you know, acting since he got out of the damn wound. <laughs> like... <laughs> So has
1: Denzel been acting since forever. he was a <laughs> <eight> little kid? <laughs> yes. Wow, interest! I did not know that either. Look at all this, these new fun facts that we're learning.
2: Speaking of actors, this show pulls out all the greatest yes. actors ever. We get a some, lot
1: of fun. Yeah, I special think that's the coolest part. It. I
2: think that is what really keeps me, you know, wanting to watch this show, just the, the guests they have mm-hmm. and just you know the cast itself because it's just been some phenomenal actors right not even just super big names just phenomenal actors Mm -hmm. you know so
1: i will say though that sometimes that's the clue to who the killer was yes because it usually ends up being that bigger name guest actor Mm -hmm. like i mean we'll get to the next episode but that's what happened with the homecoming episode too i was like oh
2: well he's we this one had patrick Fischler in there i told you Mm. Th- that one so he he's i just think they pulled out some good actors yeah. I, oh yeah it's been a lot of fun
1: to see them all yes, work together I, I would
2: say that even though this show's ending if i was to say my my season favorite was all the great actors yeah pulled
1: out. i agree i agree that was it's a lot of fun to see who 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 guests each week um so yeah so milt meets with his old coworker slash dad and <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so, look how protective he was of him
1: yeah, but I mean he doesn't want him to like mess up and like put a bad, you know, name on the FBI, I guess, or, or his, dad. his department or in <laughs> his dad on on the Chamberlain name. Right. Um so he ends up kind of asking this guy for a favor because he wants, well, not really just asking him for a favor, he kind of blackmails him into getting a favor mm-hmm. and because he wants to get you know, NSA surveillance information on who the killer was so that they can just go in there and find him. Because Milt's reasoning is kind of like, well, I don't want this to be the beginning of a string of shootings, blah, blah, blah.
2: Because they have no real evidence to go on. Right, there's nothing...
1: Yeah, they have no real evidence to go on, and there's no real reason for the FBI to get involved anyway. So Milt's trying to give a reason for the FBI to get involved so that they can help solve the case faster. Yeah. The guy that he meets with doesn't want to do it, and so Milt's like, well... I seem to remember an FBI agent who used NSA surveillance to spy on his lying wife. His mother. I don't think you would say it that way if it's your mom.
2: Well, that's why he calls her Nancy, and they don't get along. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm, that's true. I think I think her name was Nancy. I'm just trying
2: to connect the dots, like they were trying to do in the show.
1: I hope they. T- I hope we learn some of these answers next week. They've got a lot of questions they need to answer for us in one <laughs> short episode. <laughs> I, don't know they gonna I don't know if it's all going to happen. to go back to
2: the drawing board where they thought I was going to be canceled. Seriously,
1: I don't know if it's all going to happen. Um Yeah, so we get this, you know, they fi- Milt finds out who the shooter is. They come into the, he comes into the station and they're like, okay, well, it's the neighbor and they're ready to go charge down the neighbor's door and Milt's like, nope, I know who it is. I have a confidential informant and I can't mm-hmm. tell you how I got this information, but that's who it is. We have to figure out how to... You know, connect the dots, essentially, like you just said. So they know who it is. They can't say how they got the evidence because one won't tell them. But then they can't just get a warrant because it wasn't obtained legally. So they've got to connect all these dots. I thought I was kind of hoping we would see a little bit with the neighbor. Um, just because he sounded like such a ridiculous character, like the, I thought that would Probably provide would, a lot of comedy. Yeah, I, for I the was going to say too. that it
2: would have been the comedic taste for the whole right. episode. What, which was actually very few and far in between. These, two yeah, episodes, these two so. weren't
1: too like we had some funny moments, I think, but there wasn't. It wasn't comedy heavy, and like we've said many times before, we like the more serious episodes yeah. with the comedy sprinkled in.
2: I think that's what kept us like in there for so long to yeah. watch these, these and two was, episodes back and it back. It was a little
1: know? rocky the first few weeks, I think, because they were trying to make it too funny and too much comedy. Right. And, and I think the last couple of weeks we've had, it's definitely been the right balance of seriousness and crime and comedy sprinkled in there and a little romance. That we've had I know. Lately, which has been really fun. Um So they end up, they find the name of the guy, they decide to like, basically just go in for him and find this guy what was his name something russian Kowalski. Kowalski. kowalski they get kowalski they go into his apartment find this bloody sweatshirt in his wash all this stuff they end up having to go to court and you know speak with the judge and the judge throws out the warrant because they won't come clean about how they got the information the information and milt decides to kind of step up and take the blame for that rather than letting russ kind of on it, which Milt should because it was his idea.
2: But it's not an FBI case. Right,
1: it's not an FBI case but Milt, you know, decided to cross that line and do that, which I was kind of surprised about on the whole because Milt is usually such a straight laced, like, by the book kind of guy.
2: Well, we've seen him do stuff like this before. Not right. quite to this at this capacity of blackmailing, but we've seen him do yeah. some things to get some information. Like, he basically manipulates a lot of people right right just does it a nice but it, it
1: made me feel like there was something more about this case that we would find out later like he knew something some sort of secret about the case or about the bad guy or the couple or something I think that's what they want
2: you to think but yeah. really we're just learning milk yeah that's what we've been that waiting for for so to many. That willing to kind of fudge those yeah, rules a little. That's like from the, you know, from the first episode to this one, what we've been waiting for to find like, something out about him. Just continue to learn what is behind this super nice guy that i everyone's in love with, you know. But it's something sinister about him.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know about sin. I know you've got it out for melt a little yes, bit. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't think sinister. I think he's just not all like perfect Charming. I mean, he is charming all the time. He's not a he's perfect got. patty. Like Sometimes he's be. got some ulterior motives going on under there. Yeah. Which I think is fun. Gives him a little bit more character. Spices him up a little exactly. bit. Exactly.
2: Because he was like, you know, we not going to be boring, but we always knew there was mm-hmm. something about him. But I'm glad that they, he actually did that. But I felt like because Russ was the one to kind of like coerce them to just go mm-hmm. ahead and do this. But he was, like, not for doing it without connecting to dots, And he did it anyway. He just kind of took the fall for Right,
1: it. right. Which was the good thing to do. Um, and so Russ ends up getting Or Milt, excuse me, ends up getting suspended because of this. Which, I, I mean. They
2: wanted to transfer him.
1: Yeah, they wanted to transfer him. All this stuff. And we see Milt get off the phone when I'm assuming he gets the news about that. And like slams his phone on the table, breaks it and then throws it into a drawer full of a a ton of other broken phones, which was not only funny, but also, again, gets to seeing a lot more behind Milt and that pretty facade he puts up because Mm -hmm. he's got a little bit of a temper Mm -hmm. going on and clearly doesn't always get his way based on how many phones are in that drawer.
2: (laughs) How does he control it? You know
1: he doesn't. He b- just breaks phones all well, the
2: time. <laughs> I mean, not in private. He doesn't, but he controls in front of people yeah. all the time. That's kind of a, a interesting thing to look at about him. He always is in control, mm-hmm. but he did
1: that in his office, so when no one would see him. Yeah, but you. He, it's like glass windows.
2: They well, he was kind of turned the other way, okay. and like the way his. I think I don't even think it was daytime. Or the, I think it was like yeah, evening it did thing, seem in you know, the, the day. Dark. So.
1: So he could have but, been there by himself or something.
2: And, and you know, like, their office is over here, and then his is, like, across the hall and behind his secretary. So it's not that easy for somebody yeah. just to see him smash down the desk. Yeah.
1: And during his suspension, we learned that he's decided to take some, like, jam-making classes, <laughs> which is adorable. And I know, I was thinking, okay, if I was an FBI agent and I got suspended for something, like... I'd probably just like lay around on the couch and watch a lot of TV and like sulk work out and yeah, sulk. Like that's what Russ says too. Like, oh, why, why aren't you just like getting drunk somewhere and moping around? And he's like, you know, you want to like boil them at that temperature, da, 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 all this stuff. It's and he's like, jam. cheery little melt making his jam.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, and he gives Russ
2: some later. <laughs> yeah. He comes
1: into the station later. To kind of help out and give Russ some jam. He's like, you Take might want to yeah. use it on some pumpernickel <laughs> bread. May want to let it sit for like a day, let it really cure, you know. So, again, the quirky sides of Milt. But of course, he's like suspended and wants to go learn a new skill.
2: I'm just so interested in meeting them and seeing how they interact together out, you know, off camera. Like, yeah. this is just such a weird two. Two weird actors they put together, like when they, when they casted these mm-hmm. two. So it's just, been, I think
1: they're so fun together though, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of just so often, just it as I think that's part of it is part of why the comedic parts do work when mm-hmm. they, you know, when they do come across so because, like the odd couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so that was fun. Um, so we end up back to kind of the core of the crime. They, Make some connections between Derek, the husband who was shot, and Kowalski, um, and or Kowalski, who's the shooter, his wife. So Derek and the wife had had some calls going back together, back and forth, and so they're like, "Oh, well, maybe this guy was having an affair with that guy's husband or wife, and that's why mm-hmm. he shot him." And we end up learning that um, that wasn't the case. He was her radiologist, I believe, because one wife of the radiologists had, yeah.
2: working with.
1: Yeah, so the wife of the shooter has cancer. Yeah, and she had been doing some new experimental treatment, and the husband who got shot was, you know, involved in that study, I guess. So that's why they're interacting Mm -hmm. in some capacity. And... So that kind of throws that out the door. And we also see the shooter go to the hospital. You know, packs a bag, goes to the hospital. Everyone thinks that he's going to finish the job. And they're like, well, there was no gun, and we didn't find a gun anywhere. But it's like, you don't need a gun to kill a guy in a coma. (laughs) Oh, you need a pillow. (laughs) Yeah. And so little Niblet decides to play as bait, you know, gets in the hospital. but He was so scared. He was so scared. He was so scared. We barely (laughs) see Niblet, but... I He's a funny little guy.
2: See, that's your character. <laughs> He's not my character. I
1: just, I just appreciate him. <laughs> so Niblet gets in the hospital bed, posing as bait, and Kowalski walks right by and goes to oncology, to oncology and gets the study. So that kind of theory falls apart and all the
2: theories fall apart you know mexico we, we forgot yeah. that part you know he's going to mexico because she's going there for the new treatment mm-hmm. everything just fell apart left and right like i was like getting hopeless about it. maybe it's not him at all mm-hmm. you know? well
1: and i had my money on it being the wife like the whole mm-hmm. time not that she shot him but you that... were
2: thinking like Milt.
1: yeah and i was, I was on the of like like russ
2: <laughs> because this was a the, i I'm you know getting a little bit more acquainted with russ and this time I was going with him this whole this whole episode was really weird with Russ
1: it was yeah Uh, Russ was very not like Russ normally is he was much more optimistic which Milt calls out quite a bit and he's getting flirted like all these women are flirting with him so much. positive energy was I radiating. Know.
2: you know, he listened to the kidnapper and he got his ish together.
1: Yeah. Like, he had this connection with he the... He started caring. The wife, the doctor in the beginning, you know, because they rescued Derek. And then throughout, you know, she asked to talk to him mainly. Oh,
2: my gosh. And then... She was like googling i him the whole episode oh
1: the yeah the doctor doctor at the not the wife doctor but yeah that doctor too i was like oh my gosh like what i'm like girl back off because <laughs> he wants holly, <laughs> holly so you get out of here because we only have two episodes left and you're not going to be the girl right we're not about to picture
2: <laughs> exactly we're not going to have this right now we've been waiting too long for him yeah, and holly like, you cannot here. come in this picture right now Yeah,
1: i'm like you're cute and maybe if we had like Another season, you guys could date a little, and then he could end up with Holly. But yeah, yeah, I'll we don't have t- time for this. Exactly,
2: because we only have one, <laughs> two episodes left. Um, I need you to beat it.
1: Yeah, I'm like I need you to get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Russ. I need you to not call her, which he he did, but he, then he did. Didn't she didn't answer. Up. Yeah. So anyway, back to our case. So they conclude essentially that so the shooter um, Kowalski ends up having gotten wired fifty grand. And then pays that to the clinic in Mexico for his wife's treatment. So they, the department ends up concluding that he is a hitman. And everyone assumes that it was the wife, like I did as well. And so Russ and Milt go and question the wife at the hospital. And she seems totally believable. She was believable. Well, she was because she was innocent.
2: (laughs) She was telling the truth.
1: (laughs) Because she was an honest person who didn't try and hire Hitman to kill her husband.
2: Sometimes you have a sixth sense and Russ has always had a sixth sense and now I think that he tapped into his he went back to being a caring person he was already like no, you know this can't be her.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she even she tells them they were talking you know, things have been rough and so there was a real reason why they had separated but they'd been talking lately about (sighs) Reconciling and getting back together. And she tells them about how they went out to dinner the night before and had such a great dinner and just really reconnected. And it was amazing. And, you know, even says, go talk to the people at the restaurant. And so they do. And the waitress at the restaurant is like, oh, my gosh, they were so cute. And they looked so in love, like all this stuff. So even more, you know, backing right. up the wife's story and – um, I think Milt Milt was the one who said, "Well, could it just be a coincidence that this waitress was in earshot of of them right, while that they're in like, there?
2: Do all of this just to that would be a lot of work, you know to." Make sure they heard this specific conversation, and then right, like
1: right, especially if you're on bad terms with somebody, and you like, right. quickly have to make it seem like everything's exactly because
2: okay. you have to not only co- make sure they hear, it, but co this other person into saying certain things as well. Like that was just a too big of a of a speculation to right. even think. Like that was milk. Well, come on,
1: this is yeah. so much. Work. Well, and at that point, I was kind of thinking, oh, okay, well, I guess it wasn't her, and shortly after that we find out that she had taken ten thousand dollars out of her daughter's college fund which obviously is not fifty thousand dollars but taking a, a considerable chunk out of her daughter's college fund right around the time that the shooting is going to take place so that then puts more suspicion back on the wife so i felt like at that point i wasn't a hundred percent sure like you know i'm like okay well i guess maybe it is the wife again but what's going on you know i wasn't I feel like they did a good job of kind of pointing us in a bunch of different yeah. directions with this episode. Um, because they
2: were just kind of like left and right trying to smash our story. Like with the, didn't they brought the recording up mm-hmm. of them arguing right. from, you know, and then the check they showed her, which she didn't write. Yeah. Um, which but- that
1: was, that part when it all started coming together was pretty sneaky. You know, we learned that the husband was recording their fights and sending them to the social worker to kind of prove that the wife was, you know, he said she's depressed and unfit mother negligent, all this stuff to try and win sole custody over the daughter. And so that kind of then puts you know, tainted the wife again.
2: Because normally, you know, a woman would do anything to protect her child and that's what she said in the conversation. So it was like, uh, wow. Right. Do we really want to believe her? Right. And you (laughs) know, if if they're
1: going through this thing, like, you know, off your husband. There you go. You got custody. She's a
2: doctor, she could have done this. Yeah, she could have like easy. slipped
1: him something pretty easily, right? There's no think.
2: reason she had to do all that to patch up his wound. If she saw him a shot, she could just be acting frantic and not. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, especially yeah, exactly if she didn't want him in the picture.
2: Exactly. Just
1: let it, Let him bleed out. Um, so they find this recording. Husband wakes up and they're super sweet together. So then again, you're like, okay, well now who the, who is lying and who's telling the truth because. Clearly, they are on the same page, but when she talks to him and she's asking him what he remembers and stuff like that, he doesn't specifically say he remembers ever anything from the day of the shooting, aside from when she said, oh, we're going to go pick apples this weekend, so mm-hmm. hang in there, sort of thing, like her last like word of hope to him. So he didn't remember the stuff that morning, which made me kind of wonder, okay, well, he's got amnesia then, you know? And she still is behind it. Oh, you were really fishing it. for oh, story. I was really going <laughs> for the wife, still. <laughs> I was really going for it, and then even you know Goose questions the wife and is pretty hard on her. And
2: Goose was a beast in the yeah, that was Yeah, she was crazy. like no
1: nonsense questioning this. This mom did it, and then we see the check come out, and the wife's like, "This isn't my handwriting." She's like, "I, I didn't write check. that." Yeah, and ultimately we learn well. We learn a little bit that Derek, the husband, has a bit of a gambling problem. So then they think, okay, well, this is a gambling debt that they're trying to settle. You know, somebody he owes money to is wanted to kill him instead. And so then I'm like, oh, okay, well, there there we go. That one kind of satisfied me. I'm like, okay, on to okay, a new Okay, so direction. now we have a killer,
2: you know? Yeah. It's not the wife.
1: Exactly. But ultimately, we learned that the husband, Derek, hired Kowalski to, to kill, the, kill wife. the wife. And then changed his mind after that dinner wore. they had. So it's like all so twisted and also a little romantic at the same time, you know? He's like, Oh, I I want my I want sole custody, my wife's a pain in the ass, so let's let's offer and then they have this great dinner together and he's like, Oh, just kidding, I don't want her to die <laughs> and then jumps in front of the bullet when he sees the hitman. Here's the thing, okay, I've watched a few shows recently actually that involve a hitman. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time, hey, and a couple of them where the person who has hired the hitman wants to call it off. And they can't, like, get a hold of the hitman. Of course not. Which makes sense, I guess. But you would think that, I don't know, I guess if you're going to do that, you are pretty serious about wanting to kill the person. It's not just like a little thought that But if they're
2: calling you... You know,
1: but I would think you as a as a good hit person, you would stay in communication. You'd stay in communication until (laughs) it's done.
2: Well, he's he's already been paid,
1: yeah. But that's the thing. If it's already been paid, I'm sure they say. I mean, I've never like met a hit man and talked to one before, but I'm sure they say, okay, once you give me this money, this is like set in stone and it's happening. Don't ever contact me again.
2: I would, yeah. I would think that's how they do it, it but
1: man, there's got to be some sort of like. I guess there isn't a way to call it off aside from jumping in front of the bullet yourself. But Yeah,
2: she was trying he was trying to get there to get them out of there so it he could save them.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I guess my whole point is if you're gonna hire somebody to kill someone else, like make sure you really mean it.
2: Right. How about <laughs> you either really mean it or if you're gonna stop it, how about you do some fourth planning to stop it? Like that last nice night when you were at dinner with her, you could have been like, instead of meeting tomorrow, how about we just, you know, hang yeah, out tonight true. or you something. Just like, not yeah, gone to or, the park. yeah, like, um, I'm gonna be late tomorrow. Like, why don't you meet me at my office or something? Like, yeah. why would you still have her go to the same place you know the hitman's gonna come? So, if we, yeah. we just came to the place, seriously, he,
1: actually, like, what do? we could have really prevented
2: this? You, like, exactly, there are so many huh. other ways to prevent this.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. He had time, that's a little silly. Maybe he didn't want her to be alive after all. Exactly, I don't know. Anyway, so that all ends up getting resolved, and I thought it was so. I mean, resolved in the sense that we find out what happened, connect all the dots, and all that stuff. I did think it was a little funny how Russ at the end was the one who was like trying to like resolve the situation between them. So
2: that, I was, was going to say that it's, earlier. Like, the new Russ, yeah. Like I said earlier, like um, he listened to the kidnapper this whole episode. He was extremely compassionate. He was mm-hmm. the optimistic one the whole time, and Milt was like the pessimist, being all crazy, just looking at him like, "What is wrong yeah. with you, Russ? You know?" So. He, fl- he turned a new leaf this whole I know, whole but it was episode. so funny
1: because he's like, I mean, think about it. He Yeah, he hired the guy to kill you, but then he jumped in front of the bullet because he loves you so much. And she he was like... Was really, and she's like, uh, no. She's right. like, I should just forgive him. He's like, well, I mean... He's like, so I'm so not
2: saying that, but he did jump in front of the bullet. Russ, you get out of here with this. I know, this it, it did, did seem a me. little bit
1: out of character for Russ to be like that much of a forgiveness freak, but um, I thought it was... He was
2: all on the, the whole love kick thing.
1: I know clearly which we see later which let's get to that part actually well before we do russ ends up getting the number the doctor who was like so into him Mm -hmm. very obviously ends up giving him her number at the end so we're like okay whatever you know i'm i'm sitting there being like okay don't get too close (laughs) don't get your hopes up girl and Backing up a little bit, one of our B-plots of this episode was Holly and Aaron. So, Holly had just come back. You from know that
2: guy's name? Or you're talking about Aaron? E, and then e. I was going to say, like, you know that coffee no, guy's the name? the coffee boy. <laughs> I
1: don't remember coffee guy's name. Greg? Brady? Brady? I don't Brady. know. Greg? Greg or Brady? Anyway. Whatever.
2: So coffee Aaron.
1: So, Aaron and Holly are chatting about how the cruise went and all this stuff. And Holly's pretty much just like, uh... I don't know what's going on because he's not into me, yet he keeps asking me out, but he doesn't try and make any moves. And so, Aaron's, like, trying to give her some tips, like, wear a push-up bra, you know, how hard are you putting it out there sort of thing. And
2: pheromones. Yeah, get your pheromones pheromones pheromones
1: flowing, which I don't know how you... Like, I, I, I totally get the concept of pheromones and what they are, but I don't know how you, like make them happen more.
2: Well, she's saying, ultimately she was saying, when you when you really want to have sex with that person, they naturally Yeah, they flow. Act so naturally she, having, You can't help it. Those chemicals happen, sex, and they not, connect exactly. with other person's
1: chemicals, and it's like...
2: But the thing is, she wanted to have sex, but it wasn't with him. She right. She really wanted to have sex with <gasps> someone else, so her pheromones oh. were never flowing towards him.
1: I know, I know. So, yeah, so we, you know, we learned that Holly is pretty much putting it out there thick and... Coffee boy is not taking anything. Pheromones
2: are pheromones. Her pheromones were, all were not
1: working and pheromones don't lie, apparently.
2: <laughs> apparently.
1: And and I guess this guy was not Picking just up. wanting a little booty. He wanted the real thing. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't going for it. Um so they're like right at the end there, you know, Russ is like in doing something with evidence or something, and E and Holly are talking and she's like, Well, I guess I just really wanted to have sex and she's like with him and then boom she kicks to the up scene. Like yeah she gets down there into that evidence room grabs russ makes out with him he's like wait what's going on blah blah and then he just is like okay clears <laughs> off the table and we're both sitting there watching like is she gonna snap out of a daydream any second now i and knew still be talking with e like what's going on and I i'm like knew i knew it hope wasn't not, real i hope not well I, I just
2: knew it was real. I knew we were going to pop me, out of it the next, in the next episode. When
1: they started, like, getting up on the table, I thought it was a dream, too. With the first, the kiss, like, the initial kissing stuff, I was like, okay, this is, I believe it's this. It's going to happen. But then, up, like, the throwing the stuff off the table and getting up on there, I was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe this isn't real after all. And then it just ended there. Yeah.
2: And then we started a new episode and I was still wrong. It really happened.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that brings us to episode 12, Homecoming. And it happened. Yeah, it, no waking up it from...
2: Happened. It happened. It you been guys. You for... know what
1: that means. It happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it. <laughs> it. Sex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've been so, waiting for this for too dang long. We waited 12, 13, 11 like episodes. 11
1: at least. 10 at least. So... Um, Russ comes in, and and this is where we also were like, well, maybe, like, maybe, was it still a dream, perhaps? Mm-mm. And Russ comes in, and he's like, hey, you know, finger guns at everyone, <laughs> like, high fives, all that. We're like, yes, he got laid. That happened. He did. <laughs> it happened. The sun was
2: shining on up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so they bump into each other before getting into the office at all, and Holly told, like, Russ is like feeling it you can tell like but trying he's to play like, it cool he's like and holly, hey yeah. how you he's doing like, oh, hey you know you from last night and holly totally downplays it she's like you know i don't want things to be weird around the office like totally cool forget it happened it was fun da, 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 da. holly was, like, being so was
2: being so rude she's, oh, hurting,
1: actually, she's like playing it cool Russ's playing heart. hard to get
2: Hurting his feelings left and right. Oh, please. Hurting Russ's feelings Russ left fine. and right. The whole episode. <laughs> we all had to take a moment to feel for Russ because it was yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, we're hoping like was there
1: was going to be some cute, like flirty awkwardness, which there was a little bit of that, but then she's like, oh, no, no big deal. No, Let's not. Like, don't nothing. worry about it. One time thing. I was like, <gasps> Holly, Holly, it was not. It was very important to me. At least.
2: <laughs> right? I was like, "This is groundbreaking, you sleaze!"
1: Oh, oh,
2: just doing burned. my doing my man so wrong.
1: I know. Well, she didn't completely. So exactly. we, yeah. So Font is back after the shooting, Um and he, you know, the episode kind of kicks off with them talking about the cases that are coming up. There's a big football game, you know, local football game going on over the weekend, and Font doesn't want to do the do this case because he wants to go to the game. Well, interrupting that because the head coach's body is found, so, you know, maybe the game may not happen after all. So, Milt and Russ end up heading down there, um, and Milt, like, knows what you said when we're talking about the previous episode, how Milt has a, sec- a sixth sense about people, and he's totally like, you and Holly... Did it, you know? And two
2: thirty seven. Yeah,
1: he has all these like some really great jokes about it. He's like, "Officer down." I'm like Milt, Those, like,
2: like <laughs>
1: what are these sex jokes. My it's goodness. that guy with
2: this. First of all, when they walked in and Milt was just like sitting there looking at that body, like it was nothing. And then he starts joking with this body, I know. Right? like, "Hello, head full of blood right here." Yeah. Like, not the time. Oh, I
1: loved his jokes though. I thought they were so funny, and the, and because they weren't. They were kind of not out of character for Milt, but he's so professional all the time, you know, when he's on the job. So I can see him saying that to Russ when they're in the car or walking somewhere, but he's like at the crime scene and he's making all these like euphemisms for like police terms and sex. Oh gosh, I thought it was so funny.
2: Well, he was, he was really like we've learned, he's convinced on being Russ's friend. Mm-hmm. So this interaction was like a friendly yeah, interaction. Yeah, he's like, where, oh, and
1: I know a secret. <clears throat> exactly. And like
2: Russ is like, you know, not trying to be his friend. So yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> He's going to it at any time.
1: Yeah. So we end up, um, so Milt and Russ also run into Lydia. So we learn a lot about Russ in this episode. lot. This was you know, his his, high his, school. his hometown, his high school, all that stuff. And we run into Lydia, who apparently was his girlfriend it's throughout most of his like, high school.
2: Dude, you, you had sex with her too. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. He's like, dang, I can <laughs> see it all. Um, so, so, yeah, she kind of tells him to play it nice, you know, with questioning these kids and all this stuff. And we learned that kind of the first suspect is this guy, TD Eady, Touchdown Eddie Duncan, mm-hmm. I think was his name, and that he was kind of a threat, like star football player back in his day, but then kind of didn't have much of a future and, you know, would... um scream outside coach's house all the time and punched a kid yeah punched one of the players like was hired as equipment manager but really couldn't hold up that job so just like you know having a tough time since high school and um so that kind of ends up being our main suspect initially and they go and question eddie's dad who is played by michael beach who's been in a ton of things i oh love seeing i ran into the him at the gym the other day really? i was like super excited about it i almost it was one of those moments where you pass somebody who's a celebrity but they're not such a celebrity that you're like oh it's brad pitt you know it was like he looked really familiar and i'm like oh i know you and then he kept walking and i was like no, I don't know you. I've just seen you on TV a lot. Right. <laughs> like,
2: he's one of those.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's been on Sons so of Anarchy.
2: Many things.
1: He was on Secrets and Lies, which just Soul Food. Yeah, and like
2: a lot of different things. Tons and of stuff. He works with a lot of um, like student filmmakers too. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because I know I had a friend who you know directed a film and he was in it. He he's really you know good. At, you know, helping others and just yeah. an amazing. Well, he did, did actor. a great
1: performance in oh, this yeah. episode. I thought it was excellent. That's why I said
2: they they pull out all the bells and whistles when it comes to actors from the mm-hmm. show. I don't so, know. so sad that it's getting canceled.
1: I know. So they go and meet with Eddie's dad, played by Michael Beach, and we learn that this guy Eddie has some anger management issues. You know, he hits the bar all the time, just like had having a hard time since college. And the dad seems to think that football kind of messed him up. You know a few too many concussions and hits to the head, essentially. Um So that kind of ends up being our main focus. Um But then we also, you know, Milt goes to visit this guy at the mattress store. Or, well, before well, see, that.
2: Well, Russ actually thought it was the assistant coach. For right, lot, yeah. he just doesn't like the assistant
1: coach. Yeah, he doesn't like the assistant coach. Thinks it's the assistant coach to, like, get the head coaching job. And the guy's like, dude, he's going to retire in a year anyway. This is right. high school or two football. Right, one I'm going okay, not you that know? point. And we have another suspect that um the quarterback from a few games ago who threw like three interceptions and then mm-hmm. was benched. And so and that's actually Holly's kind of tip off on that. So they think, okay, well maybe he was so pissed off that he went and, you know, in a fit of rage knocked the coach over the head with a trophy and they go and question that player's dad at. Well,
2: for, for me, it's that Milt was went and questioned the, the little boy and was lying through his teeth because Milt has never played football. We learned that Milt oh, was yeah. a bowler. Yeah. So, another thing about Milt, he's lying again.
1: I know. I actually wrote that down. I said, lies with a bunch of question marks <laughs> after it. Because <laughs> we learned that Milt, he says, oh, yeah, well, when I was in high school one time, I threw five interceptions during a game. I hear you, buddy. It's okay.
2: But he didn't, my coach like, didn't <gasps> bench me. He felt I was like, a leader in that year and yeah. didn't want to undermine me. Me, but he he really he was laid it to, on. He was trying Vic. to yeah. yeah. He was trying to get underneath his skin to get them to you know confess.
1: Yeah, totally. But again, we learn that this football player didn't do it. The dad though seems a little fishy. So they go and talk to the dad. They find surveillance video of him yelling at the coach. Ends up not being this this dad. Um, so we don't completely have like a solid. Lead exactly, and I felt like for most of the episode that we didn't necessarily have a
2: no. It was, it was really all over the place. Mm-hmm. We could we you just didn't know. Like I think a lot of the evidence did kind of point to assistant coach, and he, it, they right. kind of wanted you to be more focused on him than anything else. But no, this whole episode was weird because it, we didn't even have a guest at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, they pointed us in a few different directions, but no solid one in all those different directions seemed to kind of get resolved. I mean, we do end up learning that a lot of booster money was getting pulled out of the football fund. So first they think it was the coach who was doing it He's and embezzling. Yeah, yeah, that he was embezzling. Then we learned that it was the assistant coach and that he was. Buying grades essentially.
2: And he I, it says it, he doesn't think it's illegal. I know, I'm I... pretty certain buying grades at any level is illegal. Yeah, he's
1: like, I know it's unethical, but I'm pretty sure it's not illegal. Everyone does it, sort of thing. I'm like, uh, hi, hello.
2: You have a bribing
1: folks... teachers exactly. for grades so that your students can be eligible to play football. Is, I'm pretty sure, very illegal. I'm pretty certain with
2: your teacher's <laughs> license, they say you can't accept rights.
1: Yeah. I don't know the exact rules, but I'm, I'm like 99% sure that it's illegal.
2: Or at least again, anyway, some type of NCAA rules dummy. or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's something. So yeah, this, this coach, he admits to buying the grades. You know, he's like, yeah, they can't play and that's why we're losing games because our best players are flunking out sort of thing. So but $8,000 but
2: over a how many months or whatever like oh i don't know how how many teachers were we paying off and for right these teachers
1: are pretty like pricey exactly they're like like, football uh -uh. season is only
2: so long i
1: know so then again it looks like it's possibly the assistant coach who you know something happened there and he admits to taking the money but says that he wasn't you know he wouldn't kill him which mm-hmm. i guess seems believable enough russ believed um, it. he let him go yeah russ believed him so they end up going to before the big game there is a memorial for two people so um coach
2: because we now found out that eddie was, right we found he out that
1: yeah didn't want to do yeah so we it's a memorial for zaransky the coach and then eddie who had committed suicide sadly um And that kind of tips Russ off to thinking that it was Eddie's dad. Mm-hmm. And so they bring him back um, and bring Eddie's dad in for questioning. And the dad breaks down and pretty much blames the coach for his son's troubles, like, after his high school, illness. you know. Yeah, his mental illness. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. saying that he... He kept putting him back in, and he pushed him way too hard. And he, you know, which there are plenty of studies now coming out showing that, re- like, repeated hits to the head and concussions and stuff like that, and football specifically is not really good for the long term for yeah. your brain.
2: And all the dad was really saying, like, give him a rest, but. You know, yeah. He kept putting back in like he already like a parent knows your child so he mm-hmm. he knew that it was you know basically something was wrong with him and something was off because you know he was starting to forget things. And
1: yeah. Things like that. Yeah. He would his temper and forgetting things and all that and um yeah it got really sad Talk at, about that a part performance. in the inter- interrogation room. I mean he's he, breaking it. I thought that performance was excellent,
2: amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I was.
1: I was like locked on like oh my gosh like i'm so sad for him like i get it why you would do that you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah he was he felt like his son had been robbed of his future essentially and then his son ended up committing suicide and so it was his kind of
2: revenge yeah that's all he could do
1: and yeah so it was really sad but and, and it feels like it was kind of like a psa for like anti-football or football safety PSA sort of thing <laughs> not like anti-football or anything uh, but uh, yeah because like the a, game still
2: went on and right, everybody no, no. still celebrated not that
1: extreme but like a football safety sort of thing <laughs> because that's a very real issue going on like in real world football like about the injuries and stuff and like a lot of people you know aren't having their kids play football from a young age because so many things yeah. going on with the brain it's and, more sensitive and in yeah. younger ages so yeah and like some football players like not i think it's gotten so much better now compared to what it was you know 10 15 20 years ago but you know people who there've been several cases or situations where some of these more old school or retired football players have been you know very depressed for a long time and largely resulting from repeated head injuries or um concussions and stuff so it's like kind of crazy this one was like a, a very real thing, yeah real issue like. that yeah
2: big brother.
1: So, yeah but and one and something that like really hit me when he's talking kind of confessing when he said like oh I went to pick him up from the bar like, like I, I do, do every night, night before I go to bed. Oh, I can't imagine. I mean we're not it parents a, but that's so sad. It was a
2: good performance. Like yeah, he had was, us all the viewers tore up inside. He yeah, did a really it great was, job. It
1: was really great. So yeah I thought his performance was great. I I love watching him and Anything. Any and everything. In. Yeah, he's awesome. So, yeah, performance is great. It was a heavier episode, I guess, just with that. His, yeah, definitely. his performance made it heavier. Not on the whole, I don't think, because it was pretty lighthearted. We did learn so much about Russ. Like
2: <laughs> he wrote poetry. Yeah,
1: he wrote a poem about his bird Charlie, and... which was
2: actually uh, uh, metaphorically about honor. Right. But... Well,
1: he didn't realize it. The teacher was like, "Oh yeah, the the poem you wrote about honor." He's like. What? I like, it was about about your bird, but it was a metaphor for honor. He's like, <laughs> was it? No.
2: And then she said that all those good poems where he would just write about explicit yeah. women, but really it was like a great, amazing poem.
1: <laughs> so that was really funny. And Milt, of course, is like, oh, do tell, you the like poet, you're, yeah, because he's trying to figure out like what kind of guy Russ was in high school and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, were you like the football player, the tough guy, or? Or what? And he's like, oh, you were the sensitive poet. I think know?
2: we kind of knew that he was probably the sensitive guy based on the fact yeah. that he saved the little guy. That's why he got into the whole fight or whatever. Right, right. somebody's picking on a, a little guy. Yeah, and guy. he's like,
1: put up this tough exterior since we then. We
2: learned he was in a long distance and a long-term relationship with Lydia. We, yeah. learned, we learned a lot about We did Russ, learn a lot about his, Russell. So, the, I guess it was a more of a convincing thing that the caring Russ is the real Russ. And mm-hmm. the Russ we saw in the previous episodes is not really who he is. Yeah, that
1: the more like guard down, real mm-hmm. and slightly sensitive not like sensitive, sensitive, but like, you know
2: That's why it's so open much more guy, natural.
1: Yeah. Is is the real Russ. So that was really fun to see too and and I know like, you know, Milt enjoyed seeing that kind of silly behind the scenes stuff about Russ's life. Um so let's get back to the kind of fun the fun stuff, the Holly Russ situation. So as we said in the beginning, Holly's like, Oh, it's cool. No big deal. And Russ and Aaron have a little talk and he's like, Yeah, she says she's like cool with, you know, doesn't want things to change and is like just cool with it being a one time thing sort of thing. And she's like, Oh, she is not cool. With, like do not let her let you off right. the hook like that. You like go pursue that because she's not okay with, you know, and he does she wants it. Yeah. And so he finally does. Oh. I was
2: so for this moment. Like, I was like, yes. Yeah. He, just, he, runs, he didn't even think twice about it. He no. He really did it.
1: He runs out there and he says, and, you know, part of Holly's reasoning was because, and and she tells him, she's like, you know, I, she said why she didn't want to pursue things was because she got accepted to law school and she was going to be moving to Indiana. Which you is know, not that far. Which is not that far from Michigan. Okay. Come on. And law school is only like two years. Exactly.
2: So. So, she was just like, whatever. Come on. She's and just like,
1: you know, doesn't again, want to get her heart broken.
2: hurts Russ's feelings again. Yeah. And well, cool. and
1: Russ kind of retaliated for that. Oh, by he was mad. Threw her under the bus a little bit and kind of spilled the beans about her, taking, you know, getting into law school in front of everybody, which everyone's very excited for her, but it was a little spiteful. She,
2: yeah, it was spiteful because that's not how she wanted yeah, to do she it.
1: it was, you know, it's her news to share and she get it, didn't get to share it. But anyway, back to the end. E kind of tells him, like, gives him that final push, and so he runs out to the hall, has that little moment with her, and is like, I know you said to be hard, and you're probably right, but screw that, because... Well, that
2: actually was stem from his conversation with Lydia. Uh,
1: Cause remember, because
2: they were like, um, they were in a long-distance relationship, and he mm-hmm. this was convinced it was a long-distance. She was like, no, it really wasn't the distance, Right? It's cause it was if, we, did, we were working for yeah. something else, and we didn't really
1: work for each yeah, other. Yeah, she's like, if we had fought for each other, maybe yeah. it would have worked out sort of thing. And so that kind of plants that seed even more in Russ's mind, and then with A- the with E try. and he's like, okay, we are not just letting this go, and then runs out into the hall. They kiss, and everyone like, everybody's like, I know. Everyone's like, yes, yes so I'm happy leave. about it, and yeah, and it won't
2: be an in inner office affair anyway.
1: Yeah, it won't if she's leaving because she said she's going to put her in notice. So pretty great i was very happy with the whole the love situation oh and i was how that panned out.
2: so happy and you know, i was so tired of waiting on it so it was i was like know. thank you for giving these to me before you ended this uh, right series. and but now
1: we only get like one episode to actually like see what else happens with it because now it's like getting really fun i feel like
2: i know i told you they just threw so much into these two episodes they knew it was gonna end so it's just like you're just cramming so much information like studying for a test like just cramming so much information so i can <laughs> pass the final
1: yeah I don't know, but it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, oh, I thought, so. and and then they end with like gonna they're gonna cook lobsters together. Like, mm-hmm. how cute are they? So cute. I love this. <laughs> I love this new like in touch with his emotions. Russ, I love it.
2: It's him getting back to his old ways.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're we've come so far from you know the beginning of the season where Milt is like Mr. Perfect and has no flaws, and Russ is like Mr. Grumpy all the time, and mm-hmm. we're starting to see some of Milt's flaws and kind of his. The real yeah. personality and the real person behind all Tables that pretty milt, and then we're also seeing Russ kind of let down his guard a little bit and become a little softer too. Exactly, so it's, it's fun to see them, you know, more dynamic, real people.
2: They're more li- alike than they thought.
1: Yeah. So, why don't we get into some predictions for the finale? Yes, huh? our huh?
2: last episode predictions. I know.
1: And now, you're nice. buzz. it's bittersweet <laughs> predictions because. We have one episode left in Battle Creek. And as we saw from the little teaser, we things look like they get a little sticky in the finale. I mean, Milt <clears throat> has like a breakdown or a freak out in his car, like screams in the car or about something. So Milt is cracking mm-hmm. somehow.
2: I think this is just basically... What we we were talking about this last time, like we're about to see a, just a completely different side of Russ. We're going to yeah. finally learn about, it. And I think that's the the Our only milk. thing that they gave us. We're just mm-hmm. it's milked. We're yeah. about to learn the things. Well, that we I think to we're now. really
1: going to learn why he's in Battle Creek. Yeah, what the real reason is, they're going to reveal it next week. Um, so we and we also see in the teaser that Russ is fighting someone in some capacity. I don't think he like gets kidnapped again, but I almost feel like whatever reason. You know, maybe Milt is in Battle Creek because of some crime that went on. And it's, like, not, like, witness protection, obviously, because he would...
2: Something you know, from but his past something is coming back.
1: You know, something from his past that maybe it was a better decision to kind of get out of, like, the big FBI spotlight and, like, move to a smaller town and kind of do things on a smaller scale to get out of that mm-hmm. attention of maybe some past bad guy or something. And maybe, maybe that bad guy comes back into the picture...
2: I think it's whatever I don't it know.
1: is. Just throwing things out there.
2: I think whatever it is, you know, this coming up about milk, we're gonna see Russ fight to help him get over it. So yeah. it's gonna like just the meshing again, right? You know, I think back there'll
1: together. be definitely some like friendship connection going on, and they'll mm-hmm. really appreciate each other because when we saw. Milt or when we saw Russ get kidnapped, you know, they have that moment, they have a big hug and stuff, and then Russ or Milt asks Russ to get a beer with him and you're like, Yes, they're gonna be friends and Russ is like, nah.
2: (laughs) Not that far. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: I think I think there'll be some culmination of like the friendship and they'll like Yeah. You know, Russell finally Russ will finally accept Milt's friendship. Exactly. And they'll bond. So that's kind BFFs. of, you know, yeah, no, no real solid predictions, but those are kind of where I'm leaning. That's what we hope point. to see. Yeah, but it was, in our last oh, episode, I know in the last episode, but I think that covers it for these two episodes. Pretty full after show tonight. I mean, covering two, two whole eps and um thank you guys out there so much for tuning in as always subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash after TV. You can also catch all the after shows on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure you guys rate, comment, subscribe. We love to hear what you guys think. And we love for you guys yes. to rate us because, you know, it, it it does good things. And we like reading all the good things you guys have to say about the after show. How shows. much you
2: love the show. Yeah,
1: exactly. And be sure to tweet to us as well. We will give you our Twitter again. <laughs> but we love hearing what you guys think about the show. and you know, what you what think is going to happen in the finale, all that stuff. You can tweet at me and find me all over the internet at Lauren Salon. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N. And Gary, tell everyone where they can find you again. I
2: am Gary Thomas on Instagram or Twitter. And, of course, I am GaryThomas.com.
1: Awesome. Cool. Thanks, everyone.